Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Chambers. I'm your host, Tony Keats, and this is a podcast about municipal issues, issues that we all need to talk about. In this episode, One Off Two, where I will be chatting with municipal leaders from across our province. I visited the 2022 Municipalities Newfoundland and Labrador Conference in Gander this past week, and I chatted with leaders about what is the top issue that they are facing in their communities. And I will also speak to the president of Municipalities Newfoundland and Labrador, Amy Cody, about the same. So have a listen to my conversations with these great municipal leaders. And I'm speaking right now to Maisie Clark, who is the mayor of Camelton. Hi, Maisie. Hi, Tony. Um, Maisie, how long have you been the mayor of Camelton? Uh, 21 years. So if I had to ask you one question, and that question would be, what is the biggest issue that your community is facing right now? What would it be? Snow clearing. Uh, right now, like, we went out for bids, and we only got one bid, and that's all we've got the last couple of years. Pretty soon we may not get any, the way it looks. So last year we had uh, uh, our bid was two hundred and was one hundred and forty dollars an hour, with a minimum of thirty two thousand. This year it went up to two hundred and twenty dollars an hour, with a minimum of sixty eight thousand. So right now we have a problem. We have to look at it in new year whether we're going to purchase a snow uh, blower or not, or snow plow. So. When we do, where are we going to get the money? We got enough money in our gas tax, but we're not allowed to use it, and mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah, so. and, and it's a bit major problem. So, would you look at uh, when you look at gas tax? Uh, gas tax don't cover that, right? No, it doesn't. No, no, because no. I know we were talking to somebody this morning, and they were saying about uh, they were doing some water projects because water do mm-hmm. cover, you know, water, drinking water, wastewater. Uh, but they came across a problem when they needed to install a new uh, hydrant. That hydrant wasn't covered. Yeah. So, uh, Tony, the thing is, we may not get any more bids on it for another year That's right. because our bid now is not even in town. It's mm-hmm. for, you know, a, a town about an hour, about an hour away sure. who's coming to plow our snow. So what happens if we can't afford to buy a plow ourselves? Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens to our roads? Yeah, exactly. Right now. So that's a big issue. It is. Especially for a small community. Yes, it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So anyway, Maisie, thanks for talking to me. You're welcome. Nice talking to you. Okay. Hello, uh, right now I'm here with Pat Williams, who's the Deputy Mayor of Triton, and Dorinda Strickland, who's the councillor. So, uh, the question is, uh, you know, we, we're, we talk about a lot about municipal issues, but what's the major issue facing Triton now uh, when it comes to municipal issues? Well, Tony, there's a lot of them, but I think uh, the, the major one with us is uh, we've lost our clinic over the last two or three years, I guess. And the doctor situation in the hospital in Springdale is basically one or two the most, more one than uh, than uh, two. I mean, we've had people go up there and wait ten hours to get in to see a doctor. And I, I think you know, over the last couple of years, people have died because they can't see a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a very important issue. There are other ones. I mean, I just touched on wastewater. Uh, we're doing wastewater uh, testing. It's costing our town now $20,000 a year to pay a company to come in and do checks. And we already know the answer. So I think it's time for the, uh, the government to uh, put a stop to this. And whatever we got to do, we're going to have to do in the future. 
Yeah, I was talking to someone last week and he said the same thing. And what they were saying was like, they spent all this money, uh, and that's money that could have been put to fixing the problem that we, we have with our wastewater systems, right? Exactly. So, I mean, if you're spending up to $10,000 a year for someone to look at what influence you're putting into the water, yeah. we knows, you know what systems we need to fix or not fix. Yeah. Uh, that money can go towards fixing the problem and not paying exactly. somebody to tell us that what well, we already know. We already know the problem. Yeah. And, you know, we as a council feel that we're just throwing away money. Yeah. Right down. And in order to stay compliant <laughs> with the federal regulations, we got to keep on doing this, this testing. Yeah. yeah. Which is wrong in my opinion. Um, what's your thoughts? My thought is uh, what Deputy Mayor saying is right, right? Uh, we got a hospital that's in Springdale now. And, Right now, the residents, every, all in Green Bay, I think in Green Bay is, is bit, our doctors, right? Mm -hmm. Very, uh, you know, can't get to see them, no one, right? So uh, we got to wait now, I think it's January one, we can see our family doctor, right? So we all got a family doctor, a lot of us in, in town of Detroit, but we can't get to see them because now, right now, we use more time. In the, in the hospital because we only got two doctors in the hospital and a lot of the times now our ambulance is right diverted to Grand uh, Falls and I know right uh, two or three weeks ago we had the ambulance directed from Baybert to Grand Falls from Springdale from Arbor Breton right for all in at one time and I'm just out sitting in the ambulance waiting to see a doctor and it's not called for right we need something done and we need it done now and this is not just happening, you know, since COVID. They're blaming it on COVID, but this has been doing this for years. We were talking to Dr. Aggie, I say, about six years ago, and we told him we had a problem with the medical system, and he didn't see a problem. But it was a problem, a big problem, and now it's gotten bigger because they didn't look into it when, when they showed up. Sure. And, and the problem's not only in your area. It's, it's, no, it's, it's, it's all right through the island now. It's all over. In Labrador, you know. Yeah. You're right, it's everywhere now. Great. Well, thanks to you, to you both for talking to me on that issue, and uh, all the best. Same to you, Tony. Thank you, Tony. I'm sitting down with Mayor Craig Scott from the town of Torbay. Craig, if I had to ask you one question, and that's, uh, what is the one of the biggest issues that your town is facing right now? The biggest issue we're facing right now is uh, our water supply is at capacity, and we had a alternative water supply that we would have been able to... Uh, to access, but it got contaminated by the federal government from the St. John's International Airport. So we've been working on that now for many years, trying to figure out what we're going to do about getting that additional capacity. We were hoping to be able to get on the regional water supply, mm -hmm. but it doesn't look like that we're going to be able to access that anytime soon. So we're in the process now of developing a, another water supply, which comes with its own set of issues. Now we're in the process of putting water treatment on our current water supply, which is at maximum capacity. That's not going to solve our capacity issue, but it's going to cost us $8 million bucks to do it. Now we're going to have to do another water supply, and we're probably going to have to do another water treatment plant on that one as well. And, you know, if the, if the solution could come forward that it's the regional water supply, yes. we just had to run a 7-kilometer pipe and we're connected and we don't have to worry about any treatment whatsoever so it just seems to us that the money that we're spending on doing treatment for our current pond we could be using to put that pipe in and connect to the regional water supply and, and be part of that yeah, that's what, system. That's, I think that's what I was just going to ask you was you know could you be able to join some kind of other municipality in a water 
you know, another water service or bringing the service to your community? And would that be better financially for you guys, right? Oh, it would absolutely be better financially because right now on the current regional water supply, St. John's, Mount Pearl, Paradise, CBS, and Portion Coast St. Phillips are all on it. And we're right there at the doorstep of it, and we can't get on. The, the You're looking at expanding that supply now to uh, Thomas Pond, I believe, out the Trans-Canada Highway somewhere. But I'm still of the, of the mind that for the amount of water that we need, about roughly for number 1,500 houses, that we could we could go in there. I know that they don't agree with me, but that's okay. I think that they have that capacity to be able to let us on now and save us all that money and grief going forward. Well, thanks for talking to me, Greg. Oh, you're welcome, Tony. Thank you, buddy. And in front of me right now is Amy Cody. She is the president of Municipalities Newfoundland and Labrador. Amy, the questions that I was asking some of the uh, delegates and members yesterday and the day before was, what is the biggest issue in their communities? So, Amy, I know that you've been around uh, the conference all week. Uh, you've been talking to a lot of the members. Um, what do you think some of the major uh, issues are right now that they're facing and probably that M&L is facing? Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing that we hear a lot is uh, the infrastructure issues and the needs for upgrades in our municipalities to infrastructure, especially with regards to climate change and how the 1 in 100 storm is not 1 in 100 anymore. It's sometimes 1, it, you know, we get a massive 1 a year. This year we experienced forest fires and a hurricane in different parts of the province and that wreaks havoc on our infrastructure. So we know we need to do upgrades. Um, it's very expensive to do those upgrades. We're, we're fiscally challenged with how we can generate revenue in our communities. We're tied pretty much to property tax revenue and we know that's regressive. So, um, you know, we can't keep going back to our residents to, to pay for that uh, each and every time. They, you know, they're on fixed incomes. Their times are hard in their own households as well um, as in our municipalities. So infrastructure needs are huge. Um, also, I'm hearing that there was a great response from the session yesterday on policing. And um, the, the challenges in our communities with increases in crime, uh, mental health challenges, uh, issues with drug and alcohol. Um, you know, we need more policing in our communities. So there was a positive response from that, uh, that session yesterday. And uh, with regards to recruitment of police officers, they're going to step up their efforts uh, for Newfoundland and Labrador. And uh, the, we feel that uh, the changes that they're making will certainly help attract more RCMP officers into that career life um, and help them to be able to practice here in Newfoundland and Labrador. Mm -hmm. One of the big things I heard yesterday was health care. Mm -hmm. And as we all know, health care is a big issue in our province, uh, especially when, you know, you got ERs that are blocked. Uh, we have, um, you know, really not enough doctors, not enough nurses in the system. Uh, what do you think municipalities' role would be? Well, we need to do better of highlighting what we can offer 
to physicians who are looking to find where they want to set up their practices. We need to show them our amenities. We need to show them, you know, how much our houses cost, what the differences in our property taxes compared to other parts of the country, um, the, you know, the the close knitness of our communities. Um, you get to know your patients. They're not just numbers. You 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 know you know their names. You know their family members, mm-hmm. um, and. When we talk about physician recruitment, we had a session here yesterday with Dr. Jared Butler, who is a family physician and who is working on attracting and and retaining family physicians. Um, So the more that he works with us and understands what the communities have to offer and also what our needs are, um, then he can further, you know, bring that back to his membership as well and and get that message across so that doctors are more familiar with where they're going and and what the needs are in those areas. And Waimi, thank you. Um, Have a great, great year uh, in your presidency. And I wish you nothing but the best. And I know we're we're losing Craig. Craig's going into the uh, the private field, mm-hmm. uh, and that's going to be a mess. So uh, so you know, as we move on, different faces, different people, uh, but same goals, same Always. issues. Yep. Right. Always, our message is always the same. We represent our members, and we'll do whatever we can to make sure that our members' needs are met, and we'll always fight for for their needs. Right now. So thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. And that was my chat with some great municipal leaders from around our province. And I thank them for taking part and chatting with me at the MNL conference in Gander. In part two, I will be having a wonderful discussion with three great community leaders from different sized communities from around our province, in which we will be calling the Municipal Circle. And in that circle will be Mayor George Andrews from Happy Valley Goose Bay, Mayor Ian Brenton from Mainbrook, and Deputy Mayor Nicole Kiley from the City of Mount Pearl. I would also like to thank Tobias from MNL for helping me out during the conference. So thanks for listening, and remember to stay tuned for part two, where I will be bringing you the Municipal Circle. Right now, from the Chambers, I'm your host, Tony Keats. Have a great one.